0: Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the house.
1: 10 o'clock hour, our open home hour, open to you, the Arizona homeowner. Whatever you want to talk about, your home, castle, or cabin. 18-767-4348. Rosie for you. Text questions, four one one nine two three, 923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. Carol's also monitoring social network channels as well. And what is it today? Father's Day's next weekend. Well, I'm so yes, bad is. at holidays. Father's Day's sneaking <laughs> up on us. I was supposed to say something opening the show. I'm like, oh. Something about holidays. Which one is it? Well, Flag
0: Day is Monday. We know that.
1: And Sanderson Ford mm-hmm. is doing a flag exchange. If you get by there, uh, and then it's not even a flag exchange. They say if you have one that needs to be retired, they have people there to properly retire the flag. Or if you just need an American flag. They're handing them out till noon. So get your American flag, fly old glory. If you can't get by Sanderson Ford, uh, that is our feature product of the month at our Rosie on the House East store is the American-made flag by Valley Forge out of Pennsylvania.
2: Great gift for Dad. That's a great gift for Dad. Be a great Father's Day gift. Fly old- you're giving everybody a Father's Day discount at the
1: store, aren't you? It is. We've got a universal code now. Just Roth R O T H Rosie on the house, R O T H, and uh, it's marked down twenty percent.
2: And that's going to be on the flag, correct? How about Thorn Armor gloves? We, we a lot a lot of people you know, buy their dad Thorn Armor gloves, and we had that <laughs> we had that caller call in the eight o'clock hour about trimming palabreas. It it was
1: a note I just made to myself that uh, me or. You know, whoever on Saturday morning needs to know how to set that because we'd like to make it universal, but. The person that runs our store isn't awake right now, so I can't make the change universal, but we're gonna make it universal. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> One of my favorite things about the flag is the box itself on the back has instructions on how to properly hang your flag, how to properly display it, as well as a list of all the holidays and what you know mass length it should be on what days. And so not only do you get the flag, but you also get a pretty comprehensive list of how to properly take care of it and honor it as it is a really special gift.
1: It's a fun new feature at Rosie on the House in the 33 years of broadcasting, e-store has only been around about three of those years and it's at a fun element we get to do product testing and things that uh, help enjoy make our life more uh, better and it's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't find anywhere else so our farthest shipped item this week was to austin texas our store cabinet caddy for organizing spices or uh, medicines or you know just small things we've we have them both, kitchen and bathroom, uh, and our top-selling item was actually the Cold Rush towels that
2: uh, are great for this heat. You dip oh in water. man!
0: And they're going to come in handy later this oh, week, folks. Oh
2: man! Like, I, they 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 definitely make a difference when I'm out hiking.
1: Kids make fun of me the way I wear it because I dip it, and I'll actually drape it over my entire head, then put my cowboy hat on. But it's just a, a cool
2: canopy. I'm like, I don't care what I look
1: like.
3: I'm... We need to send Tyler from Johnson Roofing some of those up on those hot yeah, roofs. Yeah, that's a good
2: point. Maybe Tyler gets complimentary cool rags for his crew, that's for sure. Well, we'll the gotta... things we wanted to mention were the e-store, Father's Day opportunity. Jump on the website, Rosie on the House. See if you can find something for your dad there. Two, go sons. How about them sons?
0: Boy, when the third
2: quarter hits, the sons sons just
0: start hitting everything.
2: Holy Um, cow.
1: Outstanding. There was a. They are killing it. One of the travel writers for AZ Central posted something and she says, Is this the score or the temperature? Uh, (laughs) I love it. And had. the, a picture of the Phoenix temperatures ranging from 109 to 73, and then a picture of the
2: score, which was 116 <laughs> to 99. I thought, that's pretty clever.
1: That's very clever.
2: Well, that's so, some
0: excessive heat I can enjoy any day
2: Oh, man. So go Suns. And uh, uh, Flag Day is coming up. Father's Day coming up. We're just trying to recognize all those things. But at Rosie on the House, one of the things we've kind of been talking about all morning long that we'd like you to pay attention to is preparing for the monsoon season, preparing for the monsoon season, whether we get one or not. And oh Lord, I hope we do. Uh, preparing for it is just a good spot check for your readiness for any emergency. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna tip y'all off. You go to your calendar and you circle next Saturday because we are going to have a broadcast next Saturday that's going to knock your socks off. We are bringing in the two largest utility companies in Arizona, and we're going to be talking about how Arizona can avoid the blackouts California experienced two years ago in the wildfires. How can we avoid the, the blackout Texas had this past winter? Next week, we're going to be talking about the security of the Arizona electric grid system. And it's, it's going to be what, what keeps those guys awake at night, knowing you're responsible for delivering electricity to 7 million plus Arizona mm-hmm. residents they are actually sending out notices most utility companies are now sending out notices about preparing for the monsoon you know some of the things y'all need to be checking this is this is a great time of year if you haven't done it for a while go ahead and just use monsoon prep as your holiday annual renewal to put in new batteries in your smoke detectors your co2 detectors all your flashlights get a fresh load of batteries in all your flashlights go ahead and do a spot check on drinking water supply in the house have you got an extra five gallons 10 gallons 15 gallons set aside sealed stored properly? a uh, couple little extra bags of grits or boxes of oatmeal uh emergency food uh candles uh Excess battery chargers for your remote devices. This is a great time of year to just reassess your readiness. Because if we're going to have trouble in Arizona, the probability of it is higher during the monsoon season than it is generally any other time of year. And following the flood control district of maricopa county's
1: twitter page they post a lot of monsoon trivia on there it's not a storm technically it's classified as a seasonal wind shift the wettest monsoon on record was 84 1984 with 9.38 inches i think we could go for another one of those
2: yeah man Double it's, it too if we can. <laughs>
1: there, there was another big one in the seventies as well, and I just know this from pictures uh, that we used to hang in our partner's location just south of uh, the Salt River in Tempe, of water up to their business location overflowing
2: from from the river. And I, oh,
1: so, the year I got my
2: driver's license, nineteen seventy two. I was maybe my Jeep that year. was parked on Shea Boulevard. And there was a dip you had to go through before you got to out to Mayo, which wasn't there at the time. And I just sat there and pulled people out for for a, one whole afternoon. I think I made about thirty bucks, <laughs> which was some money back <laughs> then. That was some <laughs> real cabbage back then, that's for sure. So monsoon prep. Let's make sure we're getting ready for it. If you'd like to call, talk about anything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring at one 4348 we got, a, we got a good bit of email again this week. A lot of people writing in. Uh, in particular, we've got one here from, uh, they were from Green Valley. Yes, Green Valley. And they were reading our column uh, that's in the Arizona Daily Star about conserving water. And Jan has been measuring how long it takes her to get hot water through the different locations, her and her husband, through the house. Two minutes uh, and how many gallons are consumed, just going down the drain, waiting for the hot water to get to that shower location or that sink location. And her question is, how how can we overcome this? And Jan, it, it can be very, very easy. They make circulating pumps that we can mount on top of your water heater. And they send the hot water to the farthest fixture in your house, the fixture that's farthest away from the water heater. And then you put a little jump, plumbing jumper on there, and you jump it from the hot to the cold. And then it starts pumping the hot water back to the water heater through the coal pump, through the cold side. So you are now getting a continuous warm water loop And as soon as that warm water hits that plumbing coupler, it's a thermocoupler, it shuts off. So it keeps the water hot in all of those locations for instant use. It doesn't waste water. It circulates water. You're not running cold water down the drain waiting for your hot water. And you can simply put them. We recommend when you put them, Uh, ground Foss is, is one brand. Grunfoss is one brand and it comes with a timer. And at our house, our water heater circulating pump comes on about four o'clock in the morning and it turns off at seven o'clock in the morning. That's usually when Jennifer and I are up taking our morning showers and getting out the door. It comes on again after on peak power at about eight o'clock, eight Oh five. And it runs for another two or three hours. And then we've always got hot water when we need it. If you leave that pump on constantly, you could be stressing your hot water heater. So make sure the pump you install comes with a timer. And it'll solve the dilemma of washing all that cold water down the drain, waiting for the hot water. Love it. Love this song.
1: To our texture that asked, and anyone else that may be heading north. Ba-da-da-da. Nine nine thirty a.m. is our calf signal. You'll be able to catch that uh, first, and as you get into Flagstaff, the FM signal will kick in at ninety-three point five. So there's your two options to catch Rosie on the house if you're traveling north. As you. Uh, ktar 92.3 fm may fade out try 9 30 a.m first and then as you like you said if you could switch back to fm once you get into flagstaff 93.5 calf country legends there you
2: go monsoon prep you know one of the things you can do to get ready for monsoon prep is kind of do an assessment of your back patio furniture fixtures surfaces and appliances um how how many times has the neighbor's chair come over the wall <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the umbrella come over the wall might be a good opportunity. So we took the time to kind of compile some tips. And Jennifer has found a couple products that she's really come to enjoy on the outdoor furniture. And boy, just ordering those new cushions for the back patio table. Spruced everything up. That was that was a great call.
3: Yeah, just you know, having outdoor rooms takes a little more effort. The dust, the sun, the use, the pool water—all the things that get on your furniture under your patio can really take a beating. So we like to freshen it up. Uh, we've talked about a couple of the products, but starting with maybe the sunscreens. You know that three hundred three uh, protectant. What is it called? Three hundred three. I mean- Aerospace. Aerosol, Aerospace uh, protectant. It, you spray that on your sunscreens, and it just makes them look brand new. You did that at the beginning of the summer. You know, Actually, it's been two months now, and they still look like brand new.
2: They do. They, uh, they, they take the sunscreens down, wash them off real good with a little soap and water, rinse them down really, really good, get all the soap off of them, and let them dry thoroughly. And then take that Aerospace 303 spray and your sunscreens, will look brand new it's a vinyl protectant that covers the screen in a uv protective coating it's a product i discovered a couple years ago on our back patio we have giant shade screens that are about 20 feet wide and eight foot tall and they roll down like a curtain and they are held in place by um, elastic hook strips I've even started spraying those elastic strips with the UV-protected, and now those are even lasting longer.
3: I didn't know that, but that's why they're lasting. And the, other yeah. thing, about, the thing about having those clean is when they're clean, you don't notice them, you know, because you can see straight through them. When they're dirty, it mucks up your view, but when they're clean, it's just almost like looking at glass. You hardly know they're there, and it keeps the the patio so much cooler and cleaner.
2: That product Plus, can be a little hard to find, but it's Aerospace 303
3: last time we talked about this product, I got questions about it for weeks. So, would you mind repeating the name of the product and where you can pick one up for yourself?
2: And just Google Aerospace 303. I actually found it at a... um, um, They recommend it for my Truxedo bed cover. And the Truxedo distributor down on McDowell carried it. And It's actually... When we had the ski boat, uh, it's what they recommended to apply to all the upholstery on the ski boat. That's... That's where I first started using it.
3: Well, I have and, a, I have and then a, I
2: just started experimenting with it. Man, I just I use it for everything.
3: Makes a big difference. I found another product I really like this month, and it's called All New A L Dash N E W Aluminum Restoration. So we have that nice patio set powder coated on the back porch. Yeah, um, got the new cushions, and it still looks you know a little rough. It gets that powdery look to it. Yeah, from it's, from the, the sun. elements. Yeah, yep. and um. So anyway, you you just, I thought, well, this would be a project. Honestly, you take a rag, you wipe it on, and it's done. And it looks like brand no, new.
2: No buffing, no scrubbing, no nothing. It, it really makes a, it made that furniture look brand new. And it's 15 years old.
3: Yeah. And I, you know, I do think I'm ready to do it again. So it lasted a good solid. Because it was so
2: easy. You just got to do it more often. Well, I just, yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, and it just makes it look like brand new out there. It kind of gives it that nice wet new look?
2: I'm not a big fan of wood furniture outside uh, in, a, in a very protected back patio environment out of the sun, away from the moisture. Uh, I, I love wood. I just don't like maintaining wood. Uh, if you've got wood furniture, a lot of it is made out of teak. Uh, you can give it a light sanding and hit it with teak oil which is a penetrating oil don't get a lot of people will take the easy route and just get like a spray lacquer finish makes it look good for a little bit but that isn't the proper way to take care of wood furniture it's outside rather than a topical coating that's going to make it look good hit it with a penetrating oil so it literally soaks into the wood fiber and gives the wood some amount of resiliency against the dryness and the uv that we experience here in arizona yeah
3: that wood gets so thirsty
2: it it get it does and 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 just covering it with a lacquer or varnish isn't the solution that's the best for it so you've and on one of the products you've got is is our jaws product it's it's the hardwood cleaner it it does a great job if you've got the wood out there to clean up i have found it to work very good we do have a pair of teak uh wood rocking chairs that i find very comfortable and like on the back patio it's worked very well for that more about restoring and maintaining outdoor surfaces how about pavers what do you do with your pavers we've got a tip for you gonna make it a lot easier to make them look brand new From Sanderson Ford, a great big, I mean really big, thank you to all of Arizona. Arizona made Sanderson's Ford 66th anniversary sale a huge success. A success for Sanderson Ford and a success for all of you that picked up a new vehicle. Thanks for the support in lifting Sanderson Ford again to the number one Ford dealership in both sales and customer service for this year. That's the kind of a dealership you want to do business with. Now, during this time, when you're moving that many vehicles, you know what? You're taking in hundreds and hundreds of quality trade-ins of all makes and models. Sanderson has these certified pre-owned vehicles, and they're marked down with clearance pricing. They have a great selection starting under 10 grand. That's for a certified pre-owned vehicle from Sanderson. Now if you are looking for a new vehicle, a new SUV, you can get 1.9% financing for 60 months on approved credit for an escape, an edge, explore, plus up to 2 grand for a trade assist. All of this is going on at Sanderson Ford. And again, Sanderson Ford wants to humbly take a bow as the number one Ford dealership in Arizona. Humbly take a bow as the number one Ford dealership in America. And humbly take a bow and thank you, the Arizona homeowners and vehicle owners who are continually making Anderson. Sanderson number one, number one, number one.
1: Five months down is number one. we only got seven more to go to close out a perfect year. Twelve in a row. Uh, Two B uh, stories in the news this week, one that shut down Echo Canyon on Camelback for uh, a little while, and another one uh, in Eloy. The first responders came to a site where an elderly man was being swarmed, and when they got there, they realized they couldn't wait for the fire truck, to get there because then they would have just hosed the bees uh to clear them out oh man but they say this guy can't wait that long so they jumped oh, in oh
2: man oh man pulled
1: him out of the bee swarm got him into the ambulance with you know obviously some bees still in tow he's expected to survive but uh we had a great on the outdoor living hour radio broadcast it's our podcast from 2016 that's in our diy database the articles what to do about bees and the podcast uh there's got a lot of text there but also uh, what to know and how to survive a bee attack so thought uh, that's a great resource and for it seemed like almost six months after that bee broadcast we were still getting regular feedback about it Um, it's not unusual
2: to see a big swarm moving right now of uh, our granddaughter little baby bee got got stung baby Braxton got stung by a bee in the backyard just this just yesterday.
3: And Carol can throw that link up on Facebook to make it easy to find too. so
2: perfect I, yeah. Let, uh, go ahead, let's take the callers. We've got them lining
1: up. Mike in Green Valley at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight that's one triple eight Rosie for you first Mike And Green Valley. welcome to the program.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm assuming this this is me. I'm actually in Missouri right now. Okay. Um, All right. I I, I got a place in Greenville. I'm a snowbird and I I come down around September and go back and and come back to Missouri in April. I bought a, a, I own several places down there over the years Uh, in Picacho. I had one and now I got one in Green Valley. I bought a townhouse uh, in in Green Valley last year. Uh, And it, uh, uh, apparently it had some plumbing problems at one time. And when they repaired it, and this, I understand this is, uh, uh, not unusual for down there. When they repaired it, they ran my pipe. They exposed my pipe to the exterior. They ran it across the roof. They okay. had to go about 40 foot from the hot water heater to get back into the house.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and, and, and I, I, I rewrapped it. It was pretty, uh, it was, uh, you know, with the black pipe, uh, insulation, uh, I, I got the better stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I I was listening. I talked to Jennifer. The reason I called is I heard something about uh, uh, getting uh, hot water to your to your spigots or to your shower and that quicker and not wasting all the cold water. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think uh, Jennifer explained to me it was a recycling pump, uh, uh, and, and it was usually back on the hot water heater, around the hot water heater. Uh, I don't think that would work in my case. Is there anything that I can do other than wrap the pipe because it's about forty foot, and I, mean, I got to drain all that water before I get any hot water. Um, and
2: and, um, and this is a this is not a big home. This is a uh, is it a single story patio home uh, condo or is it yes, two
0: story? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's a okay. desert hills. It's just uh, 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 eleven 1, hundred square foot, I, I believe it is.
2: Okay, and we've got a replumbed situation where they've put the pipe on the roof. So you should be getting hot water in every faucet all the time. <laughs> well, what what is it you're trying to get done since you're only here in the winter, you're trying to get that water hot at each of the bathroom vanities and showers. Well, I'd,
0: I'd be pleased if I, if when I turned it on, it got hot fairly quote uh, fairly quick. We're there, you know, in the time, and it, uh, um, You know, it got, last winter, I I think it got 32 a couple times. All right.
2: Now I got it. I got it. Okay. Well, Mike, a circulating pump would be a solution for you. Uh, And it's an economical solution for you. It's a few hundred dollars installed with a timer. It'll keep the thing circulating. The other thing it'll do for you is avoid, if it ever gets any colder than that, it'll avoid any uh, uh, freeze breaks up there on the roof as well. So a recirculating pump is is a great solution uh, for you in that Green Valley area. Uh, one of our plumbers uh, from the Tucson area, Intelligent Design, uh, would would be the people to contact and get in touch with. And
1: temperature control now. Temperature control. Has a, a plumbing division. And like Rosie said, make sure you get a timer. <laughs> yeah. If you get a recirculating pump one for convenience but two you're not flushing cold water down the drain waiting for the hot water so you're doing it to save water resources but then if you don't have a timer and it's left on people find out you know their, their electric bill got run up a hundred bucks because it was running the whole time so yeah that extra few bucks for the timer is is a
2: must while we're down in southern arizona and central arizona we did get a Question this week, or actually, it was two weeks ago. I've reached out to the man, John's, calling and writing in from Casa Grande. And he's saying, Look, if I were to replace my AC, what would you put, Rosie, what would you put in your home? Our home is 1,700 square feet, built in 1993. We're not going to move. We're 70 years old. Who would you recommend we buy from? How much could we expect to pay for the new AC system? It's been working okay, but it is 12 years old. It's a three and a half ton. Thanks. John, what would you do? John, I would tell you, uh, being in Casa Grande, reach out to our Casa Grande Rosie Certified Air Conditioning Contractor Desert Sun Heating, Cooling, and Refrigeration. They're located right there in Casa Grande. They're going to come, John, take a look at what you've got. And they'll do a fair assessment as to whether or not the equipment is or isn't ready for replacement and give you options on what to replace it with. Desert Sun Heating and Cooling in Casa Grande is just one of the Casa Grande contractors that we've gone down there and vetted their numbers 520-466-1489. We had to go to Casa Grande and try and recruit some members that could make it through the screening process because so many of our listeners in Pinal County were calling us and saying, Rosie, your Tucson screen contractors won't come this far north and your Phoenix contractors won't come this far south. We're caught in never never land. So we're still constantly trying to find great contractors in Pinal County. Because it is growing so fast, and we know y'all need the right Roth-vetted contractors to pick from.
1: And homes in that area, you know, from the subdivisions are now starting to hit that 15 and 20-year. That's right. And, you know, so it's, it's time to start getting work done. And they're finding out that, hey, I got this great price, and this, you know, people from California— a, 90 minute commute daily each way to them is nothing. Casa Grande isn't that if you're going either to Phoenix or Tucson. So it was nothing for them to, and now they're like, wow, I, I, now I need work on my home, but I can't find anybody. That's but, my least
3: favorite phone call is not being yeah. able to help somebody. And they, they just don't understand why the guys, you know, a lot of them won't go out there, but they got plenty of work close by. So yeah. it's tough. Sometimes I see that area code pop up in the office phone and I'm like, we're going to do our best
4: (laughs) yeah
2: yeah well if y'all know good contractors in casa grande and could recommend them we're we're interviewing down there we'd like to grow the Pinal and pima county directory to be as all-inclusive and complete as we have it in the maricopa county
3: would you like to hear my second least favorite phone call
2: and then we'll go to rich online go ahead what's your least it's when somebody calls
3: to correct you so you're talking about water heaters today. Guess, yes. what you, guess what you said wrong? Hot
2: water heater. Yes. <laughs> please,
3: please, please, on my knees, don't ever say that again, was the request.
1: Because so. it, it's a water heater. If the water was already hot, you wouldn't need to heat it. It's yeah. a water yeah. heater. Yes. yes, a water heater and not a hot water heater. It's a double,
2: double, so double thing. Yeah, here. so. Anyway, no, we get s- that every time. That's, and your that's your
3: why I told s- him. I said, I'll try, but I can't control him. That's you know? your
2: second least phone call. Well, thank goodness I'm not wrong very often.
3: Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it.
2: Let's see if we can go to Rich, who's called in and has a question. Uh, oh, about fire. Yeah. Good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Rosie. I, I talked to you uh, once
4: before. You know, you guys helped me find a, my wife's diamond earring in the washing machine. Remember that?
2: Oh, man. Yes, yeah. I do remember yeah. that. We, we were talking yeah. about cleaning the gasket on front-loading washing machines. Rich goes to clean his gasket and finds a diamond earring. His wife is y'all had been missing that earring for how long? Probably a year or two. Oh man, I w- I wouldn't have
4: looked in there if you hadn't mentioned that on there. Oh, that that was wouldn't a tell. great
2: story. We really
4: appreciated you sharing it. How with many us? people
1: are going to check their washers? I'm the same
3: now. thing. I can hear the feet running. <laughs> Quick!
1: They need to do that. Oh, yeah, man.
4: I used to live down there, Morgan City. You know, I flew the helicopters out to the oil rigs. Uh, oh okay former phi flyer yeah 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 so um hey i got a question my my house i got a flat roof and that's what i call it. and my house borders the mcdowell mountain preserve there's nice. nothing behind me i can't see another house all the way to Payson. Nice. but i'm worried about fire and embers dropping on that roof and i i just want to know if you had any ideas of what kind of roof coating could be put on there to protect that better
2: what What is the roof now, Rich? Is it foam? Yeah, it's flat and foam, yeah. Um, and you're up against the McDowell Mountain Preserve, so you're going to be on the yeah, northwest corner of Fountain Hills?
4: The north, um, yeah, northwest corner. Okay. I'm right, I, it borders it. My, the Missouri... Reserve is like, you know, 100 feet from my backyard. There's nothing else behind there.
2: So for a significant fire to get you, it's either going to have to burn its way through Fountain Hills or come over the top of the McDowell Mountains, right? Well, the, you know, the, the bushfire. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's oh, spreading.
4: It spread, ain't that pretty close. Actually, they had some fire, fire engines go in there uh, by the entrance of Eagle's Nest. And it got within about 400 yards of
2: my house. Oh man! And well, that that has created a fire break for you, <laughs> uh, if you want to look at the silver lining there. But as far I don't know of a good fire retardant covering you could put on that. I don't know, Rich. Um, if I wouldn't contemplate plumbing something up there that you could activate and just flood the roof with water at the point you really felt like you needed to do something like that.
4: Yeah. I I just got a good uh, fire system that I can hook up to my pool and it'll shoot out about a hundred feet. Love that. So I've got that. Yeah. I've got that set up.
2: Well, I tell you what, uh, I'll do a little research on fire retardant coatings for that roof but with the, with the bushfire burning that close to you, fountain hells protecting you on one side, and your pool-supplied fire suppressant system, my guess is you're in pretty good shape. But, I, but just for my own edification, I'll do a little research on fire retardant.
1: Our last caller was asking about fire retardant, and we had a caller in our uh, nine o'clock hour asking about coating to go on top of a roof to change the color. And I didn't mention it just because it's a new product to us in the desert. Uh, but this apparently, they say, uh, have been very popular in Spain for over 20 years. Um, it's popular in Canada, and it's a cork coating. And we've got a, our Tucson partner, ThermaCorkSolutions.com, does uh, a lot of the supplying. Haven't had a lot of roof experience with it, uh, a lot of wall application, but they say it sticks to anything. It can absolutely be applied to the roof. It uh, costs about the three times amount of what you would expect for a paint job. But you do color it, whatever color you want. You add the dye to the hopper, and the selling point is, in this application for uh, our guy that was Fire Concern, their website talks about a condo in Spain that was burnt. The condo attached to it did not burn because it had this cork coating applied to it. Interesting cork cannot does not burn uh, under like something like eighteen. 18- or 23, 2,300 degrees, I think, and most fires, house fires don't get past 1,800 degrees. Um, I'm going to have to verify those numbers. Um, and they've got video showing this structure not burning. And How then why it's popular in Canada is it doesn't freeze either. So it's used as an outsolation in Canada against their cold winters. So we, like I said, haven't seen a lot of what it can do and withstand to the Arizona desert sun. You know, a lot of things test great in other markets and come to Arizona and die because of our dryness and heat. But uh, Thermal Cork Solutions out of Tucson, and they came and gave me an estimate for my home in Whitman, so I know they'll come out and give you an estimate for your home in uh, Fountain Hills. Hills. Thank you.
0: And what's the website again?
1: ThermalCorkSolutions.com.
2: We'll have to do some research on that. And then, you know, if he does that, then we're going to have to test it. (laughs) We'll have to go up there with some lawn. Well, I was thinking thinking just go up there with lawn chairs and a couple cigars. (laughs) (laughs) just just Drop Uh, the
1: ash onto the roof and see what happens.
2: Hey, Jennifer and I just finished a little trip through uh, Ohio. And if I were to read this to you, I want you to tell me what year it happened presidential election was one of the most hostile controversial campaigns in american history one of the candidates won the popular vote and was actually leading in the electoral college but 19 electoral votes from three states louisiana florida and south carolina remained disputed and oregon count was being challenged allegations were widespread over voter fraud congress was forced to set up a special electoral commission to determine the winner composed of 15 congressmen and those 15 congressmen voted exactly to party line eight to seven to instill the winner what year was the most contested ugly meanest presidential election in arizona in in american history
0: I think I saw this on PBS and I'm going to guess late, teens, uh, late 1700s. It's 1876. Ah, okay.
2: 1876. hang on, eighteen seven. Rutherford, Rutherford, oh, Rutherford, I'm going to try and guess. Versus, versus Samuel Tilden. So, for those of you that are discouraged by what you're hearing in the news over the last year or so, cheer up. America's been at this for a long time. Focus on what's positive. Let's focus on what the takeaways are for today's show Monsoon Prep carried the show all three hours.
1: Yes, it did. And monsoon is not a storm. It's a seasonal
2: shift in the wind. Y'all got to tune in next week. We're going to have the two largest electrical utility companies in studio talking about the security of the Arizona grid system. Could we experience a California type blackout? Could we experience a Texas style blackout? We're going to be talking about it with the two big wigs right here in Rosie on the House next Saturday.